Welcome back to Menu TV Reviews. I am your host, Mon. Today, we will be discussing Snowfall, Season 6, Episode 4, titled Projects Boy. Y'all, I'm on location, so we doing scene for scene, but honey, from that opening scene, I can tell you that this episode is going to be fire, like always, okay? Shout out to whoever the writers are for this whole freaking show, like... John Singleton was a visionary when he made this show. Okay, may he rest in peace. But anyway, I hope everybody is having a wonderful week. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get into the episode. So we start off the episode with Franklin. Y'all, he is having a full-blown meltdown. He is nervous as hell, trying to figure out if the plan actually worked. Yes, it is time for the plan to be put into action, okay? So he's waiting anticipating as we see William which I didn't know his name William that's the guy who's been in talks with Teddy this whole time about moving his money around we see William he is getting ready to go out to lunch like um, Veronique's mom had uh, told Franklin he would be doing the next day which is today and so he heads out to lunch and as soon as he walks out the door y'all his secretary or the receptionist, she hurry up and get that code, okay, I didn't know she was in on it, okay, so she hurries up, she grabs the code, she cracks the safe, and grabs the all of the files that are in the safe, she rushes out, and she brings them to Veronique and this guy named Neil, that's, I guess, her driver, so as... <laughs> As she's handing over the file, she's like, oh my God, I am so sorry. I did not know what all he was into. And Veronique and Neil are like, it's okay. You know, we know you didn't know, okay? And the FBI or the CIA, the somebody in the alphabet is going to put that in the report, okay? So you'll be, uh, you'll be given some leniency, okay? Or you'll be um, given full immunity of some sorts because... Some type of uh, criminality that's been going on here, okay? <laughs> so they have spun this story. Well, he is a criminal. But they've spun this story to the secretary receptionist lady that he's done some huge shady stuff. And so he's going to end up being prosecuted eventually. And so to keep her name out of it, she has to hand over whatever information she knows. She has to be um, a whistleblower. And so... She hands over the stuff. Veronique starts taking pictures. And then we see William pop up to his lunch date with Veronique's mom. And so she's playing that she is interested in his company and doing business with them. And, you know, helping, uh, having him move some money around for her and keep her money safe. And so as he's doing his spill for her, he suddenly gets a page. And so he was like, I'm so sorry. Let me go take this. And so as soon as he gets up, she's like, shoot, you know. And so he comes back and he's like, hey, I am so sorry, but one of my financial clients is having a full-blown meltdown, so I have to leave right away. And so she was like, William, I do not appreciate my time being wasted like this. And he was like, I know, I am so sorry. And so although she tries, she cannot keep him there, okay? He rushes out to leave. And so as soon as he leaves, she pages Veronique to let her know that their time is up. And so Veronique hurries up and finishes, like, taking the pictures. It's a real um, Ocean's Eleven type feel, right? And so, or 12 or 13. And so... Veronique gets the page. She's like, shoot, shoot, shoot. So she hurries up, finishes wrapping up the pictures. And then as he's pulling up, they're giving the secretary the files back to go back into the office and put these files back. And so they're like, shoot, our cover's been blown. <laughs> so she was like, hurry up, just go. And so she ends up getting out. She's walking. Y'all, the secretary drops the keys. Uh, and so... She makes it to the door. She's so nervous. She drops the keys again. And then we see that Verity comes in to give her a, a few precious minutes. And she's like, William, is that you? Robin Johnson, I know you don't remember me, but we, we uh, went to high school together. And oh my God, I had the biggest crush on you this, that, and the third, right? Just stalling for time. And so apparently it works because 
as soon as he's walking in the office, we see that the receptionist is on the phone. And she was like, well, she pretends that she's on the phone. And so she was like, oh, my God, that was quick. And he was like, yeah, it was. <laughs> so she made it back just in time, y'all. So Franklin comes over. They meet back up at his house or him and V's house. And so he's like, okay, what's the news? Like, I rushed over here. What news you got for me, right? And so they tell him that they were able to get, like, routing numbers and, like, where um, account accounts and where some of the money had been transferred to. But then they see this large portion of the money that um, had been withdrawn but they don't see a landing spot for it, which means basically that Teddy still has this money or William no longer has access to it. Let's put it like that. So William doesn't know where that money went to. So it's still in Teddy's possession to some extent. And so Franklin is like, okay, so we literally wasted three weeks of planning for nothing. And so y'all, Franklin gets pissed. B is like, Franklin, calm down. He was like, no, this is BS. And starts uh you know throwing stuff and smashing stuff against the wall because he's so upset he feels like he's wasted all this time and so V's mom was like hey you know it would be very vital for you to play it cool when it comes to this type of con that we're doing okay the end game okay remember that and um so she was like that's why we had a plan B this whole time. And so plan B, remember, was for them to go to the islands and get whatever information that they had or whatever. And so they're going to do that. And so he was like, okay. But then um, V's mom was like, you know, that was our plan B. But now because of Franklin's tantrum, she's not feeling motivated all of a sudden and i i don't blame her like i'm trying to help you get your money this is not i mean i do have something to gain from it but i'm good where i'm at like i didn't even have to help you and so he was like oh so now you're not motivated what about that 7.3 million dollars that you stand to gain if the money is found and she was like you think that's all i'm i'm worried about you think that's all i'm concerned about like that's my only motive for helping you and so he get closer to it. He was like, damn right. That's the only motive. And, you know, I know you don't care about me. I know you don't, you know, you don't really care for her like I do. And so that's when V steps in. Franklin gets pissed. And she was like, you know what? V's mom was like, you know what? I'm going to exit stage left right now. Y'all, Franklin is unraveling. Oh, my God. Like, I like Franklin. But this is the side that I cannot stand about him, okay? This is the, the very bad side to Franklin that nobody wants to see, just money hungry. And at this point, honestly, like, it's one of those things where, honestly, if that's all you care about, you just literally met her mom. And I know the situation is kind of strained between her and her mom, but that's that's their relationship, like, you're supposed to be coming in to try to improve all of the relationships. You see what I'm saying? So, I don't know. <laughs> like, I wouldn't even be mad if they ran, like, a little scheme on him, okay? Because it's all about the money right now to Franklin. Franklin doesn't really care about who gets hurt in the process. Like, truly, right? Because the motive is the money, deep down. So, so I don't know y'all, but like I said from that that opening ep that opening scene, this episode is going to be fire. I can tell already. So Leon is walking through the projects and he notices that there's some glass on the ground. So apparently somebody has shot the light out over the playground. And so he ends up seeing Einstein as he's walking through the projects as well. Y'all why is Einstein three hours late to school? But this apparently is a common occurrence with him because he's in no rush. And so he was like, hey, what happened to the light? And so um, Einstein tells him that Big D had one of his homeboys shoot out the light above the playground so they could have more cover for the dealers. Like, really? So y'all just gonna make the kids suffer just because y'all trying to get y'all's money? Like, y'all already getting money. Y'all just being greedy at this point. Like, y'all ain't giving the kids over there no hope. 
okay, for any type of fun outside of, you know, them escaping to go to school, but that ain't fun. <laughs> but anyway, so he was like, yeah, nah, Big D had one of his homeboys shoot out the light, and so Leon was like, damn, that's messed up, and so he was saying that, um, He's three hours late to class, but he's just in time to catch the RTDs, the rough, tough, and dangerous. And so he was like, no, nah, I'm going to take you to school, homie. So as they're walking, he ends up asking them, you know, hey, have you started um, filling out any type of college applications or anything like that? He was like, yeah, I got a few. But apparently, whoever his guidance counselor is, isn't motivated. They don't see the, they don't see enough uh, hope in him to tell him to apply for a four-year college or one of those Ivy League top schools, dude is smart as hell. But apparently, all the guidance counselor wants him to be interested in is like a community college, which there's nothing wrong with community college or a trade school. School ain't for everybody, but he got the brains for it, okay? So he needs to try to apply himself a little bit more. But again, because of where he's from and his environment, they don't really strive for much more than what they see which is sad so um like i said leon tells him that he's gonna take him to school so then we roll over to reuben and reuben is in the bed he's in his drawers and he gets a phone call that tells him that there was a situation back at wherever he works at his business or whatever the case may be and so one of the pipes had burst and so he was like how bad is it and the person that's on the other end tells him that it's very bad. Like, it's catastrophic. There's water everywhere. So he needs to get back ASAP. And so as he hears that news, the camera pans over and we see that he's got a lover, okay, that's probably going to be upset about this phone call about him having to leave. He's leaving La Vida Loca, y'all. Okay, and at that point, at that point in time, it was frowned upon for him to have a lover, a gay lover. And so he was like, look, I gotta go. And the guy was like, I keep telling you to hire more help. And um, he was like, you know, it's not as easy as you think. It's not as easy as it sounds. So I gotta go. And the dude was like, this is me not holding my breath waiting for you to get back. So this is, again, probably a common occurrence between those two. It's not, I'm not sure how long they've been involved, but this seems, it seems like he's gotten used to it at this point. So Ruben's off to work. So then back over to the projects, we see Wanda. Wanda is walking around and she's looking at all of the destruction that has happened since they've come back. Like this is the lifestyle that she used to live too because we know that Wanda was a crackhead, but it's gotten so much worse, okay? They, they aren't giving anybody any type of hope to um, outlive this time period um, if they're already involved in, you know, that type of lifestyle. And so she ends up seeing these two guys that are on the ground. They're spray painting this girl for whatever reason. Like, that's crazy to me. She's passed out. And so Wanda comes over to protect her. And so she covers, like, she covers her up, like, physically, like, covers over her. So they'll stop spray painting on this girl. The girl finally comes to, and she's checking on her to make sure that she's okay. And as she looks around, again, she sees, that dope deals are going on and all of this. Now, Wanda used to live that life, so I know that she didn't want to come back and she felt like there was no reason or no purpose for her to come back, but maybe this can turn things around for her as far as her mindset. You know, her saving this girl from whatever else was gonna get ready to happen, maybe she can use this as motivation to try to help others like her that are trying to get out, so. I don't know. We'll see. But it's just the whole sad situation all the way around. So Franklin and V are at the stash house. And he tells her that the money is moving so much faster than he anticipated. And Kane's people aren't really moving enough product at this point in time. And so it's just a lot going on. It's way mu way much more being put out than what's coming back to them. And so they've got to make a move soon. And so... V was like, you know what, do you think you should talk to him? And he was like, yeah, I'm going to go talk to him. And so they're kind of just sitting there, and V brings up the fact that, you know, the way that you responded, Franklin, it wasn't great um, when we told you the information that we had gotten. So 
my mom almost walked because of how you reacted and that's not cool like this next situation like this next plan that we have in play is going to be very risky and i can't afford we can't afford for you to have those types of responses if we're going to be successful with this okay and so he was like okay well i think maybe i should just go out there with you guys um and just kind of i guess keep an eye on everything you know franklin got to be in control of everything or so he thinks and so he was like nah i think you should actually stay here because if you come out there with us you'll just be climbing up the wall all the time like going driving yourself insane like there's really no point you should just stay here and talk to kane and try to get that square today and so he was like okay so then um that's what he does he goes over to kane's house and kane is mentioning the fact that just about a month ago the doctors told him that he would never walk again so either he's a freaking miracle or the doctors don't know what they're talking about and again because of their environment it's not like the doctors are giving them a hundred percent of their time and effort you know trying to make them trying to truly heal them like they're supposed to and so he was like you know we both know that that i'm no miracle so apparently the doctor is wrong about my diagnosis and so we because we see him um he is walking with the cane he's up and walking around franklin had mentioned some type of physical therapy that he's doing and he was like i ain't doing no therapy like i i made myself do this i'm my physical therapist at this point <laughs> and so then he was like look saying why are you really here what's up and so franklin basically gets down to the point where he says that he feels like the product isn't going out fast enough and so his homie saint's homie was like okay well you know if y'all you and your family stop shooting shit up then maybe we can get everything that we need to get out and so he was like i don't think it's that i think it's just the fact that we aren't we aren't supplying enough and so he suggests that maybe he go look at the cookhouses you know and see what the the method is and see if there's any room for improvement and so kane is like the audacity of this this dude to come up in my house he got his three-piece suit on like the nerve okay <laughs> and so franklin was he gets up and he was like you know what i built an empire okay i can say that i don't think you can say that but i built an empire and so i thought we were all in this to get money i thought we we got into a collaboration together so we could make more money out of this game and so he gets up and he gets ready to walk away but kane stops him and was like look ricky go take him to the cookhouse that's the homeboy that was being smart a minute ago ricky go take him to the cookhouse and, and let him see that what's coming out of his mouth is coming out of mine as well and so kane was like is there anything else and franklin was like nah so he's gonna go see if there's any type of improvements that need to be had um in the cookhouses so Ruben is meeting with his guy from the KGB, his boss or inside man, and his boss tells him that yes, it has been confirmed. Everyone is dead from the ambush at the shipment drop. So he was like, man, I told them not to do that, you know. And so he was like, okay. So the dude was like, well since they are aware of what happened now the big bosses want to move the timeline up do you think that you can call in that tip um to rate the warehouse and so reuben was like we only got one shot at this thing okay and if we mess this up that's gonna spook teddy like permanently and he's gonna make a run for it so we can't we can't get this wrong and so he was like just tell them moving forward i'm going to be using gustavo as my point of connect because he's vulnerable and i'm going to move away from sissy and franklin so i don't know at this point if sissy and franklin are going to be able to exact their revenge on teddy 
Maybe they're going to have to try to figure out how to do it another way without Ruben because if Ruben moves away from them and he uses Gustavo, like, this is going to be a hot mess. And we know that the DEA is breathing down Gustavo's neck. So how is this going to work with Ruben trying to move in? I know Ruben's been spying on Gustavo, but if they meet face-to-face and Ruben tries to, like, actually make a connection point, this is the guy that Franklin has been warning Gustavo about. So... I don't know how this is going to work, (laughs) y'all. So over to Teddy. Teddy is with Parissa, and they're sitting on her front porch. And she's telling him about the possibility of what could have happened if Ruben had actually captured her that night if she hadn't gotten away. Maybe he would have tortured her and and probably killed her. Um, Because, you know, she's been in those types of situations before, so she probably wouldn't have they wouldn't have gotten too much information out of her. They would have, it would have been like Avi. So, um, so then Teddy was like, okay. So no, she ends up asking him what's the plan because Teddy was like, look, now that things are getting heated, you said you want excitement, but I think it's getting a little too hot in the kitchen. Why don't you leave for a little bit, a little bit? you know, move, move away for a minute until everything calms down and then we'll come up with a plan from there. And so she was like, you know, I really like it here. So I think maybe I should keep my distance from you instead. (laughs) Since things are getting this serious, I didn't know it was going to get this bad. (laughs) Maybe you are the toxic one. And so he was like, you know, I never know if you're kidding with me or not. And so she starts laughing. So they're flirting. And so then she was like, well, how are you going to handle your situation? And he was like, well, this can only go two ways. Either I can, um, something to the, because he was saying that if they knew more information on the whole operation, then he would already be in jail. So maybe he can just give up the information that he knows. Um, and maybe he can, you know, still have a job at the end of all of this, or maybe not. And she was like, or the second option were for you would be for you to take the $70 million and run. And so she was like, look, I know that that's not the way that you were raised as far as like how to gain influence, you know, over people or power over people. But this money would grant you so many options, so many opportunities to use that influence in other forms so just think about it and so he was like well if if I ever do decide to do the second option would you come with me would you run away with me and she was like I don't know I guess we'll have to see once the time comes you'll have to ask me then y'all Teddy is hooked on Parissa okay she got him stuck <laughs> got love on the brain <laughs> so i don't know that's i mean it's a really good idea teddy now i don't know if you're gonna make it i don't know if franklin gonna allow that to happen but it sounds like a really good idea to me 70 million dollars like it back in that time wow like that's a lot of money y'all what would y'all do with 70 million hell what would you do with seven million dollars y'all let me know so Sissy comes home and she's immediately startled by a noise that she hears somewhere in the back of her house. So she puts down her stuff, grabs her pistol, and she's ready to hurt whoever's going to get ready to walk out. So it turns out that it's Wanda, y'all. And so she's like, Miss Saint, don't shoot. And so she's like, girl, I was about to kill you. <laughs> so they end up sitting down and she's like, you know, how's married life for you? And she was like, it's great, but now we're living in the, the PJs. And um, she starts to get emotional. And she was like, Miss Wanda, I don't know how I'm going to make it. Um, you know, it's so much rock around there. It's rock everywhere you turn. And at this point, I didn't even think about that. Y'all, it's going to test her sobriety so much just for her to be back in that area. Like, it's, it's tremendously affecting her. And so... I thought that Sissy was going to be like, okay, well, maybe you and Leon can stay here since she's going back and forth 
between her spot and Alton's spot, but no, that is not the case. She says, you know, don't you see that, that big old pile of clothes over there? And so Wanda was like, yeah, she was like, when Alton was, you know, going through his recovery and all of that stuff, um, he ended up trying to find something that was bigger than himself. And so Wanda was like, you mean the shelter? And so, like I said, at the beginning of the episode, hopefully Wanda is able to find her something, possibly the shelter, just like Alton did. And so Sissy was like, you know what, baby girl, you got a long road ahead of you. Okay. Once you beat an addiction, it's, it's a constant fight. It's a constant battle to stay clean and stay sober. So hopefully Wanda can find her something to distract her so she can stay clean but we'll see so she's got sissy support i just hope that she can you know keep herself covered so then um we go back over to franklin and ricky ricky them show franklin the the stash house the, the crack house cook house that's what they call it and so they arrive to the cook house and as soon as he walks in he sees some dudes and two girls so he immediately tells the girls to get the f on and so the dudes was like, wait, like he don't even introduce himself. They come in and Franklin was like, you two need to leave like right now. And so the two dudes, that, the the guys that were there was like, wait, what the F? You know, like what's going on? How you just gonna come up in here and start trying to run stuff? Like, and so one of the dudes cracks a joke about uh, Franklin being Mr. Belvedere or whatever. And so Franklin was like, you can't cook quality product you can't cook good product when your house look like shit this house is a mess okay we got boarded up windows we got these big old you know vents that's trying to like push the smell out so they won't you know get half their own supply essentially and so we see franklin go in the kitchen and they got some stuff cooking up like right then and so the dudes follow him back there and the one dude is giving him a hard time, and he was like, hey, look, because Franklin was like, okay, so the way that this is going to work, because it's only a few of y'all, we're going to have to hire some more people to start cooking, and then y'all going to swap out every six hours, so we can keep product moving around the clock. So if y'all get tired, we got some, some people to replace y'all, okay? It don't need to be stopping. So... Dude was like, how you just gonna come up in here and give us a hard time? Ain't nobody finna be telling me how to how to cook rock in my own spot. I'm just not finna let that happen. So he said him on talking stuff and he was like, uh, even if you if your last name is saying, Yeah, I know who you are, this, that, and the third. So he's talking shit and he couldn't even finish getting it out, y'all. He was almost done. Franklin turns around and good punches him right so he lean he kneels over of course he doubles over and as soon as he double over franklin take his head and slam it down on the stove the burning stove you guys <laughs> burns the whole side of his face right screaming at agony ah! so then franklin comes back to the front and he was like if you don't want to move product if you don't want to make money if you don't know how to cook then you need to get the f out now so the other dudes was like all right say less <laughs> they don't want to they don't want that to happen to them too so they end up leaving right so then franklin take his jacket he take his, his suit jacket off start rolling up his sleeves because franklin finna get ready to cook okay he know how to do this he ain't new to this. He's true to this. That's what he said. So he done rolled up his sleeves. He finna get ready. And then they hear a knock at the door. Somebody done reconsidered. He was like, I want to I wanna cook. And Franklin was like, oh, yeah. Okay. So they got one person. <laughs> Y'all, Franklin ain't playing no games with them. Okay? He got to get this money. So Einstein is at the trap house. And he is counting so much money y'all like it's a table full of money literally <laughs> like he's up to his elbows in money so he's doing that when he takes a quick little break to grab him a bite of his sandwich and as he does that he ends up grabbing um he ends up looking at this college application 
And so he's looking at it when Big D comes in. And he was like, what are you doing? And he was like, oh, you know, I'm just taking a little break real quick, you know, grabbing a bite of my sandwich. And so Big D sees the college application. And he takes it from him and looks at it. And he was like, more years of school? No, nah, that's for the first. And so he basically tries to, like, goat him out of going to school. And he was like, why would you want to go pay somebody to tell you some stuff that you already know? Why would you want to sit in class all day for somebody to tell you something that you already know? You're smarter than all of those professors anyway. Look at how you got us out of this, how you made our money uh, legit, how you cleaned the money, how you you uh, made it look good for the banks, how you filed our taxes, like how you fixed all of this stuff. You're a freaking genius. Why would you want to do more school when you already know all of this stuff? And so, like I said, just go to my school, like because anything besides the drug world and risking my life like this every day would be better. <laughs> there are so many better alternatives than doing this every day. I'm literally like looking over my shoulder all the time and I'm not even the one that's like holding the gun or pulling the trigger on anybody. So yeah, so this just gives, I guess, Einstein something to think about as far as going to school so then this dude comes in and says hey leon's here so big dude was like oh god what what malcolm x want now so leon comes in and big d was like what you want <laughs> and so leon was like hey so i heard you shot out the lights you think you should put those back and he was like nah i'm just trying to protect my people after all, you did say that the the uh, penalties for committing these types of crimes done went up severely. So, yeah, no, I'm just going to leave those out. So, Big D and, and Leon are going to have issues. We already see that. Leon going to have to probably end up taking Big D out or Big D going to have to be taken out for anything good to happen in the PJs. So, just as Big D is telling him that... Y'all, it's a shootout. And so then they go outside. Well, Big D go outside and start blasting. And here come Einstein. And all Leon can do is just look on. Like, it's just a messed up situation for him. So then we hear Todd. Todd is the guy who was talking mess to Franklin and got his face burnt. So Todd comes to Kane and is throwing his grievances to Kane and Kane is like so I'll get at him but I don't really know what you want me to do besides talk to him and he was like no nah, we passed the point of talking at this point you know he burnt the whole side of my face we passed all that right now and so Kane was like oh so you you got a little bass in your voice did your balls drop today you getting grown oh, okay <laughs> you done grew a little chest hair <laughs> and so Kane was like look I put you in charge of this stuff. I'm the one that sent Franklin over there. And since you were supposed to be in charge of it, instead of you listening to to try to see how y'all could improve everything over there, the productivity over there, you chose to run your mouth. And you got your feelings hurt. So what you want me to do? I said I would talk to him. Or do you need me to go sit you in timeout? <laughs> And so Ty was looking at him like, Ugh. so there ain't nothing he could do. So then Kane tells him that Frankie ain't nothing but a hoe, okay? And hoes make money. Excuse my language. And hoes make money. So I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing because I like money. So, yeah, no, there's going to be no type of recourse for you. There's there's not going to be any get back, Todd, okay? I hate to say that, but, um, yeah, no, you're just going to have to take the L. So we see the boys that decide to stay around and give the cook-up a try. They are struggling right now. We see them coughing and inhaling all in fumes. <laughs> so Franklin shows up and he decides to give them a helping hand. Oh, ain't you so nice, Franklin? So over to Jerome and Louie. They have a surprise visitor. Buckley comes in and he has Todd in tow. Yes, the same Todd that we just talked about that was over at Kane's house, bitching and complaining about how Franklin done messed up his face and that at this point, it ain't no more talking to be done. So 
he was like, I got an inside man here that knows where Cain is resting his head. Okay. And so then they was like, well, how, how well do you know Cain? And so Ty was like, man, F Cain. And while we at it, F your nephew too. <laughs> so we already know that Jerome and Louie is going to put him to use. They're going to try to finish the job with Cain. And I don't know what they're going to do with Franklin, but maybe they're going to try to get some inside information about that as well. So we're going to see. So over to Leon. Leon is chilling in the PJs. He's outside, just kind of chilling in the cut. People can see him. They know that, that he there, but he just off to off to himself in the distance. And so then Wanda come in. And of course, as soon as they as soon as uh she come in and start talking to Lee, we then see that of course now they, they punking him out about how he done turned um, you know, the the uh neighborhood junkie into a housewife okay that's all they see her as that's all they know her as they don't know her as the new wanda and so they're just cracking on her and big d is making all these jokes about how much he done smashed her and wore her walls out this that and the third like it's a whole mess basically trying leon like you gonna quit trying leon okay because he done laid bodies down for less okay we're talking about wanda like that and so Wanda tells him about her day and how she went to the shelter and she helped a 14-year-old girl find some formula for her sister because her mama ended up selling it all because she wanted a quick hit, okay? Wanted a quick fix. So as she's telling him about her day, of course, they're still cracking jokes over there to the side. And so, of course, this has got Leon distracted. And so she grabs his face and kisses him and, and um you know, just tries to reassure him that everything is going to be okay. And so Leon ends up saying, you know, before we left, I was doing all this talking about how I thought I was going to be able to come back and talk some sense into these fools. But the more and more I think about it and the more time we spend here and the more people that I done talk to, I just see that shit ain't going to change. And I was, I was foolish to think that I could change, change these people and how they, they act. And so she was like, you know, it, it's going to be okay. So, I don't know, Leon, you thinking about going back now? I think Wanda has found her purpose. So, they're going to end up staying there, I think. Um, but Leon is going to have to figure out a way to block out all that noise. Because it ain't going to do nothing but corrupt his spirit. So, Teddy and Gustavo end up going back to the warehouse. And Teddy is like, look, I'm pretty sure by now that... Whoever this is, they're on to us. They probably followed us back here. So from now on, just watch your step and just be careful, okay? And so he also commends Gustavo for how he handled the whole situation when everything was going down with the shipment. And so he was like, you know what? You're pretty good at handling a Beretta. And so, like I said, Teddy just tells him to always be looking over his shoulder at this point um because he's pretty sure that somebody's following them and so gustavo is like okay cool he gets in the car and the way that teddy looks at him as he drives off it just kind of seems like teddy knows that gustavo may be doing some shady stuff that maybe gustavo has like <laughs> turned on him so i'm not i don't know Teddy, Teddy be internalizing a lot of stuff, so I don't know if Teddy knows for sure, but that look that he gave Gustavo, it just kind of seems like he knows something is not right in the water. So, Gustavo ends up going home, and as soon as he gets there, his girl, Zamara, I think that's her name, is telling her mom that he just got there, so she hurries up and gets off the phone with her, and she asks him where he was. And she's like, you know what? Never mind. That's not important. Don't even worry about it. And so then they start arguing in Spanish. And I'm assuming she probably tells him to get out of there. Because he ends up leaving and we find him at the bar. So now he's drinking at the bar. Okay. The the bartender. She's a, she's a pretty little young thing. So he kind of like smiles at her. I'm assuming that Gustavo is pretty buzzed at this point. But he still has a shot in his hand. And so, as he's finna get ready to take his shot, 
y'all Ruben comes in and sits down next to him and so they start talking in Spanish and he mentions that when he was younger his dad would always try to come home with flowers and when he did that he would tell Ruben that he messed up but at least he's trying to fix it but Ruben was like once I see somebody sitting at the bar with a beer or a drink he said something about that idiot just made it worse or something. So they share a quick laugh real quick. And so Ruben is like, which one did you do? Did you mess up something or did something happen to where it was like out of your control or something like that? And so Gustavo doesn't answer. And he was like, I'm not talking about your girl. I'm talking about the CIA and the DEA. And so Gustavo straightens up and was like, who are you? And Ruben is like, look, you've met me before. I just probably look different the last time you saw me. I may or may not have given you a drink, um, a glass of champagne perhaps, um, but we've met before. And so he goes on to tell Gustavo that he knows what's going on with him and Teddy. And he also tells him that he's familiar with his situation that he's wrapped up in with the DEA. And so he tells him that although he may feel like he can trust Teddy, Teddy has been leaving him out of the loop for a very long time and has been lying to him the entire time about him having the CIA on their side of the fence to help cover them just in case some stuff gets sticky. He is not protected by the CIA right now. He's not even working for them at this point. They're all alone. And so he was like, as a matter of fact, you know, I don't really care what happens at this point, but just think of this as a transaction between you and me. And he proposes that um, Gustavo get Teddy and his boss to the warehouse so that the tip can be called in and... So Gustavo can essentially be let off the hook for everything. His deal with the DEA will be fulfilled and Teddy will, Teddy and his boss will, um, have been proven to, uh, will have been proven to have been bringing drugs into the country illicitly or illegally. And so Ruben was like, look, I understand your situation. It may be very hard for you to go through with it, but at the end of the day, if you can do this for me, I can get you and your family new identities, and I can get you enough money to get out of the country, and you guys be set comfortably wherever you decide to go. And you don't have to worry about looking over your shoulder anymore, or have to worry about going to jail. You got 24 hours to think about it, but I'll need an answer by then. And then he leaves. Y'all... Gustavo, y'all think he should take that deal or you think Ruben is going to end up uh, crossing him, double crossing him? I don't know, y'all. What y'all think? Y'all, I am over here screaming at my phone. Oh my goodness. So as Ruben is walking out of the bar, he walks past Teddy's car. Teddy is doing surveillance on Ruben. Oh my God, you guys, do you think that Teddy believes that Gustavo is in works with Ruben already? Or is he just trying to get into, oh my gosh, you guys, if Teddy kills Gustavo, because y'all already know how Teddy is about not trusting nobody. Oh, y'all, I don't think Gustavo gonna make it out. Somebody gonna end up getting him. Oh my God, that that's so crazy. So I guess we'll see how that plays out. So after that, um, oh my gosh, it's just so much going on right now. We see, um, so, okay, I'm forgetting the spot. Oh, so we see Leon, despite what Big D has done, Leon pays a guy to replace all four of the lights that are over the playground so the kids can have somewhere to safely play. We definitely gonna see some some blowback from this from Big D. Leon and Big D are definitely gonna be clashing, okay? Old balls versus new balls. 
y'all, I hope don't nothing happen to Leon. So then we see Gustavo. Gustavo is meeting with Tony, and Gustavo is clearly hungover. <laughs> Still. So he meets with Tony, and I'm guessing he's expressing concern about Teddy and everything that's about to happen with the warehouse. Tony is like, look. It's very common for everyone that we've worked with to get cold feet, um, even though they know that they're going to go into witness protection after that. I promise you, as long as you can get Teddy and his boss to the warehouse and we bust them, the CIA is going to have way more bigger fish to fry than worrying about trying to figure out who the snitch was and how to, how to get to you. But little do they know, well... Teddy's boss is with the CIA. I don't know what what's going to happen to Teddy because Teddy ain't with the CIA right now, but we'll see what happens with that. So he tells Gustavo to sober up and it's going to be go time in just a minute. So y'all. <laughs> oh my goodness. Franklin is over at Kane's house and they're having a sit down and Kane, uh, Franklin is telling him that the houses are going to be good to go um, at, at the cookhouse that he just left trying to upgrade. That one is good to go. And then he tells Kane that Ricky is supposed to be finding them another cookhouse in a little bit. So productivity is going to be way, way, way up. Okay. And so after Kane hears that, he kind of scolds Franklin for getting on to Todd and for burning his face. He was like, look. Just because we in business together right now, my G, don't think that we all buddy-buddy, okay? If I ever hear about you laying another hand on one of my dudes, and so, of course, they start arguing after that because Franklin's like, oh, yeah, you know, I did what had to be done. He wasn't listening. This is business. You know, you might let them mess with your money, but ain't none of them little ninjas going to mess up my money. They can take advantage of you all you want, but they not going to take advantage of me. They ain't going to mess with my money. And so they're arguing when all of a sudden we hear gunshots, y'all. Yes. They hit back quick. Jerome and Louis was not playing, okay? <laughs> so, of course, they hurry up and get down on the ground. They make their way to the kitchen. They get some guns in the kitchen. They start busting, busting shots off as people enter the house, right? One of the people that they end up killing is Todd. Y'all, Todd came back and was finna try to get it in, okay? Trying to get Kane or whoever he could, because Kane done hurt his feelings. So, they looking was like, Todd! So, they end up making it out of the out the back of the house, right? They in the yard. I'm thinking that one of them done got hit, but Kane ended up falling, and Franklin ended up killing whoever was coming out the back door right behind them. So, then they hurry up and get in the car, and they ride off. Y'all, this show is so good. <laughs> oh my God. I just can't believe all of this is happening. Like, this is so crazy. Oh, I forgot to mention that within that few minute uh, montage of scenes, we also see that V and her mom have landed, okay? I thought they were going to the islands. No. Her mom says that they have 30 minutes if they don't hit traffic to get to the nursing home. Nursing home? What's going on there? So, y'all, as they're loading up their car, we see that the drive-out tag says Kansas. They are in Kansas where Teddy's dad is. <laughs> it's gonna get crazy. I'm so excited. Y'all, what I say? I only, I knew it was only a matter of time. So, we go over to Leon and Wanda and Einstein. They're helping him get ready to write his admission essay for whatever college he's applying to. And so Einstein was like, as Wanda finished reading the question, and he was like, why they got me doing this? I'm not good at writing. I'm good at numbers. That's what I do. Numbers is my thing. So just then, as they're talking about that, because Leon was like, they're just trying to get a feel for who you are, man. We hear gunshots, okay? Immediately, Einstein pulls out his gun because he always got to look over his shoulder, right? He always stay ready, so he ain't got to get ready. So they go outside, and they see Big D shooting out 
the lights that Leon just paid to have replaced. So he done shot out two of the lights already. So it's a crowd around him, man. And Leon come outside, y'all. He done, he's starting to take off his clothes. Okay, we see the beater that he got on, and it was like, oh, shit, some stuff gonna go down, right? It's about to be a fight. <laughs> so, of course, it's classic Craig and Debo before Craig and Debo even happened, okay? Leon, OG versus Big D, New G, okay? So, Leon, of course, as he's taking off his stuff and walking up, Big D was like, this is what you want. This is what you really want. You don't want these problems. So, of course, they start fighting. Both of them get a few good licks in. And then uh, Big D ended up, like, getting Leon down for a minute, right? So, Leon ended up kicking him uh, in the groin somewhere. I think that's what I saw. It was, so, it was too dark for me to see because the lights was out. So, Leon ended up kicking him in the groin. And then he got, he, uh, punched him and Big D ended up on the ground or Big D ended up slamming him some kind of way. Leon backhanded him, right? <laughs> and then Leon ended up cracking him over the head with a beer bottle or with a bottle of some sort, some type of glass bottle. So that's the end of that. And we hear everybody in the background hyping it up. That's some OG shit y'all looking at. You know, this, that, and the third. Like it was a legit fight. I'm just glad. That did nobody pull out a gun, okay, and shoot. At least they have that much respect for one another to just literally go fist, okay? Fist only. Fist to cuffs, possibly, but just fist, okay? No guns. So, Wanda ends up grabbing um, Leon. Well, Wanda and Einstein end up grabbing Leon up and walking him off. And like I said, I thought some stuff was going to happen, how they had panned the camera out but they ended up just showing the other two lights that was left. Y'all, and that's how the episode ends. Oh my God, this episode was so fire. I'm, I'm so nervous for what's about to happen. This is, this is escalating so fast. Everybody is not going to make it out, y'all. I just, I know, okay, I just need to prepare myself for that. Tell me what you think about the episode. You guys can reach me at me and UTV Reviews on Facebook and on Instagram. You can also reach me at my TV Reviews Podcast without the S on the end at gmail.com. If you have any other show suggestions, please let me know. I'm going to try to get one more show out today while I'm on location. <laughs> Y'all know how this go. <laughs> so if you have any other show suggestions, please let me know. If you haven't already, rate and review me if you can. Start me up. That's how people are able to find me. Um, if you have like iTunes or whatever, uh, Apple phone, okay? Um, I don't know how it works on Androids. I do have Spotify, but yeah, I don't know how it works with that one, okay? But either way, if you can, if you haven't already, do so. And if you have already, thank you so much. You guys, I, I surely do appreciate you. I know I'm trying to get more consistent with everything. We're going to get caught up pretty soon. But y'all, this is getting so good. Let me know what you think, okay? And until we meet over the airwaves again, I am Mo, and I will talk to you guys soon. Bye.